Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks. Uh, it's just a great honor to come across your broadcast and to speak with you and uh, to be able to have this community of believers that want to come together and learn about how we've been hurt, PTSD, those types of things that drive us crazy, the knuckleheads that bring that stuff on, just to be able to sit around and talk about it. Look at God's Word, the holy oracles of God, God breathed, God fired, God inspired, and open up the Word of God and look at that. I'll tell you, God's Word is our compass. It's our guide. It leads us. It takes us. It, it, uh, you know, I'm just glad to be able to open it up with you folks. I'm certainly hoping that uh, we find you well today. Uh, I want to remind you if there's something you want to talk to us about, we'd love to talk to you about our many ministries, the retreat, the camp ministries, things of that nature. So contact me at DougForWoundedSpirits.com. I'll be glad to set up a Zoom meeting and uh, glad to be able to talk to you. You can, you know, drop off your phone number. Maybe we can give you a call, something like that, at Helpful Wounded Spirits Facebook page. We'd love to do that. So every day, Brother Kevin, thank you for being with us this week, but every day we look at a characteristic or a word messes up people with PTSD. And so there's been this new word that's kind of showed up about two years ago. I was at a conference and it was called escapism. And another, I think a better word for it is fantasy. People who live in fantasy, people who live in that video game world, you know, where it's, it's make believe, you know, mm-hmm. we go in there and, and, uh, and, 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 you know, if we're not careful, those of us who've been hurt, those of us who've had these hard knocks, those of us who've went through tough times, those of us who work with people who hurt us, who, who've had those tough times, we almost want to escape to these role-playing games and these, these fantasies and this craziness. And if we're not careful, boy, we can, we can just leave reality altogether, Brother Kevin. Yeah, yeah, so true. And, uh, and, and so folks, you know, we're apt to want to escape. The truth is that maybe that word escapism does have some validity with PTSD in 2022. I think it does. Mm -hmm. Uh, but, but it, it, it all ends at the same place, role playing, living a life that's not yours, romance novels, uh, all those different, I don't know. And they can be good. I read. You know, I mean, they can be good. Sure. I watch Hallmark movies. I mean, I, I watch those cultish movies with my wife. <laughs> you know, if you're in a relationship and you're in a Hallmark movie, like if you're the boyfriend, it's over anyway. Yeah. You're going to be the uglier of the two guys. And the new guy coming along, he's going to win the girl's heart. He's going to be better looking. Or the new girl comes along, they're always better looking. And they get mm-hmm. the most miserable looking actors and actresses to come in to be the mean ones. I mean, they look like they're stuck in a perpetual spot of having a seed caught in their throat. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> But anyway, folks, I do want to uh, stop for a minute and talk about living in fantasy and, and tell you God has made us to live in the now. Yeah. God has put us in a position where we're here to serve him, to learn from him, to grow from him, to help others. 
Uh, we're in a place where uh, we're here for a reason. And, uh, and, and that reason is to bring honor and glory to God. And we can't bring honor and glory to God living in a fantasy world. Yeah. And, and you know, we see this too, Kevin. I wanted to mention this to you, let you talk on this. But, you know, purity is more than physical. There's an emotional side to that puppy. And, and you know what I've said to you many times, if, if you're not pure and you get saved, be pure from then, you're pure in God's eyes. I mean, just move on as a pure form. But so many people get caught in fantasy, in this emotional fantasy. Yeah, so true. Where they're in love with an image of a person or a thought of a person or, you know, a thought of how things can be better. And, and folks, that's all dangerous. And Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. You know, he's the only way. There, there's no fantasy. He that tilleth his land shall have plenty. And, uh, and then that verse, we and Pastor Crockett and I spent a whole episode before we go over to Kevin here in that verse in Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. So God's word is saying, you know, think on the realities. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it. Our, um, our world is so convoluted today. Yeah. We, we live in a world that... You know, it's a no-brainer. No one ever lives in our world, and that's been the case in any generation. But um, our world today is much more, the Bible says in the last days, men shall go to and fro, and knowledge shall increase. We have a knowledge of everything negative being thrown at us, everything bad in the world, every shooting, every um, uh, mistreatment. There's just a knowledge of every victim, every every crime, every, every situation, and then you got a bunch of angry people who are blaming everyone else. So I say that to say the world is worthy to be escaped from. And so the question is, is who do we escape to? That's or good. What yeah. do we escape to? You know, we read a book as a family. We used to read books when the kids were growing up in particular with, um, you know, we drive down the road and there was one book called um, Not My Will. And it was an excellent book. One of the greatest books I think I ever read or heard read and in it, there was this woman who lost her husband. Her husband had gotten saved or gotten right with God. And then um, he was run over by a car. And oh. she was she felt guilty about it. I think I think she was somehow the, to blame, as I recall. But, but, but regardless, she couldn't. That was driving her mentally crazy. And half the book was her just trying to deal with that. And eventually, and then she was pregnant, you know, with with his baby, and now now he's dead, and so she's trying to get over. The, and, and they were keeping their marriage secret, so there was guilt, and but it was a real marriage, and and so forth. And she was she was an unsaved gal, but this is what I remember: is that she tried to escape. Her her, her final thing she tried was she said, "I'm going to look at his picture, and I will live in a fantasy as if he was still married." In other words, I'm going to just live in my memories, and. Uh, it just didn't work until she found Christ, and it's a great, great book. And so I got thinking, you know, the world, we all have our own story, and our story is going to be full of probably things from guilt to, to being a victim of something. And isn't it easy to say, you know, I wish I could just live in another world. And so my, my mind immediately goes to what is the escape? There has to be, you know, the Bible says, uh, think on these things, and the God of peace shall yeah. be with you. If if you can just know a God of peace, 
then that God of peace will be you. He, the Bible says he is our peace with made both one. And so <clears throat> we're one with Jesus. And just to feel that acceptance, you know, to feel all that comfort. The Bible says, the multitude of my thoughts within me, thy, comforts, uh, uh, thy thoughts are comforting my soul or something like that. We've got to have that. But I think, yeah. uh, and I was thinking, I'm not to just ramble on about this, brother, but uh, this means a lot to me because I think, you know, anyone that, that, that knows anything about psychology or whatever realizes that, or, or even just about reality, we all need a change of backdrop. We need to, you know, stop what we're doing, take a vacation, and every day we take a break. And God set up things so that we can come apart, lest we come apart, as they say. And so um, I, I like to sometimes just sit down. I, I have a, you know, I have a video game that's um, on a PlayStation, and I, I open up the video game because it's one of these open-world things where I get to change my backdrop once a day. And I go out and explore. It, it looks like Utah, and there's arches and so forth. <clears throat> but whether that's in a book or whether it's a, a show or some good movie or, or whatever, we need that. But don't you think, brother, like you're saying, the difference is when that becomes a reality yeah, rather than just a change of backdrop. What do right. you think? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And, 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 you know, I'm, I'm the first guy who tell you, you know, I, I read, I watch movies. I, uh, I, you know, I generally don't find myself in a movie theater or anything. Not that I'm, you know, judging anybody. I just, you know, if I hear something good a couple of years later, I get at the library, you know, it's free. There's no rental, you know, I'm a library dweller. I dropped off a couple of movies over there from the last week and a half or so today. But I will tell you this, it's uh, where your heart is, where your love is. And, uh, you know, yeah. if that if that movie, uh, like I just watched a movie uh, about a preacher, you know, that, and they, that our library here deals with uh, about 900 libraries in South Carolina. So you can basically get any movie you want on a lens system. It takes a week or two to get some of them. Great. But I think I was watching something about Jonathan Edwards or something like that. And then I watched some silly war type of thing. But I do know this. I do know the difference between reality and fantasy. Yeah. And, and folks, somehow, uh, those of us who suffer from PTSD, and, 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 you know, again, the fingers pointed at me. Those of us who suffer from PTSD, uh, sometimes we like to live in the fantasy world. Sometimes we like to live back in things, you know, if we, uh, you know, that old girlfriend or boyfriend we had that old, you know, the grass was always greener. Everything was yep. always greater. You know, um, I, I remember my, my father used to tell me my father was a knucklehead. He'd be the first to tell you he got saved at the end of his life. Thank God for that. But he went through everything and I'm thankful for his service. I'm thankful for some things he did in his life, but he deserted us when I was young and I remember he used to say, about a year after I'm dead, you'll remember me a lot fonder than you do now. <laughs> and, and maybe he's right. Oh, you, you know, you kind of remember those things. But I can't live in a fantasy world. Yeah, I can't live in That's a fantasy right. world. And, folks, we, we can't be there. We have to live in what God has for us here and now. The reason we have the problems we have with opioids, the reason we have the problems we have with drugs, the reason we have the problems we have with uh, breakups in relationships, the reason we have the problems we have with kids and families, the reason we have runaways, the reason we have sex trafficking, the reason, I mean, all over, it's sin, I get that, sin, 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 but it's this fantasy thing that drives the sin. People want to buy into these things. You know, we got a PTSD group that meets every week uh, with sex trafficking 
African people and things of that nature because mm-hmm. people lived in fantasy and this sin takes over and we don't see the other side of that. And so, folks, I, I, I want to take a break and let the stations go ahead and identify themselves, maybe shoot us a commercial or two from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. So I think that, uh, you know, again, you know, fantasy can be real light. I want to close with this and hop into this verse here with Brother Kevin. But fantasy can be something that's real light. It's still a sin. You know, if you're fantasizing about somebody or something yeah. that's not real, it's still a sin. Yeah. Or it can be real big. These idiots go out there and buy prostitutes, male and female mm-hmm. prostitutes, whatever the case may be. Sure. And so we got to be very, very careful. It's a gateway to, you know, fantasy is a gateway to other things. And, you know, I, I, I know a divorce lawyer that came over to our church uh, some years ago. Well, actually, we were in their church preaching down in Louisiana or somewhere. And he told me that... Uh, of all divorces was caused by pornography and pornography was that fantasy, that gateway into, I want something better. And people saying, you know, you can have better, you know, the the devil puts people, uh, they're on duty waiting to tell you that you can have something better. And, uh, but folks, I'll tell you, fantasy never pays off, but just remember God, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, uh, you know, and folks think on those things. And, and here we are, we find ourselves in Proverbs 19 and verse number 16. He that keepeth his commandment, uh, keepeth the commandment. I'm sorry, keepeth his soul, but he that despises his ways shall die. It does matter. Obedience does matter. Uh, listening to what God has to say does matter. Doing what God tells us to do does matter. Because, you know, obedience, it guards our life and keeps our life. We got God when we're obedient. You know, we're on, uh, we're with him. He's in front of us. His Holy Spirit is going well. And then the, the second part, you get this idea of this someone who's careless. They they abandon, abandon wisdom, abandon uh, commandments in the, in the second part of that verse. And, and But he that despises his ways shall die. You know, and and we're looking at things eternally here. You know, you need to accept Jesus Christ. You need to be obedient. You need to move on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just tying that verse in to the idea of of fantasy and and, um, escapism, you know, we can choose, you know, this verse talks about keeping the commandment and or despising his ways. You know, that's kind of the contrast there. Um, we can choose to, um, you know, do legitimate things that that you know that may not be the, you know, you know. I, there are things besides reading the Bible and prayer and witnessing and fellowship and going to truth that are going to church that are that are still true and real and fine and okay. Yeah, yeah. So there's no. There's, you know, there, there, I think we all understand about that. And you talk about going to the library and the, these kind of things. But, you know, um, the Bible says bread eaten in secret is pleasant. You know, there is yeah. an escapism where we go to the secret realms. You know, and, and the Bible says the strength of sin is its secrecy. Mm-hmm. And and so, you know, the idea of, you know what, I've got to escape and just have this thing. And, and, and I'm thinking about, pre, you know, I remember the story of a preacher who um, who had uh, two credit cards and one was an alter- al- alternative reality wow. that he would escape, you know, quote the pressures of the ministry, and um, and I think you know we can nurture our our our, our problems and our victimhood to the point that we say I, I want to escape and I've earned the right to escape to something that 
is, uh, yeah. you know, going to kill us. He that despises the way shall die. That preacher lost his ministry. Mm. Yeah, and, and there you go. You start to think you're entitled to some type of sin or something. That's a yeah. And 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 you know, drawing that comparison there, that that's you know something we need to look at, friends. We we start. To, well, I've been good my whole life. You know, my wife wasn't, my husband wasn't. I, if we're not careful, you know, boy, we're in the wrong place. And uh, you know, we 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 know what's right. We when we feel something that's wrong, we get out of it. And, uh, when we know that that sin is creeping in, boy, we, we've got to run, you know, not walk, run. And, uh, you know, verse 17 says, he that hath pity upon the poor lendeth unto the Lord and he, that which he hath given will he pay him again. So uh, I like this. I, I like this verse. I know that I added an extra word there. I'm sorry. You know, that's folks, I'm burned out. I'm just going to be honest with you. You know, sometimes, you know, the older I get, brother, I, I seem to add words here and there. I don't know if that's happened to you, but I, once in a while, I'll add a word. Uh, but when you think about this as expressing love, expressing pity, isn't that godly? Mm, you know, yeah. the first part of that verse, you know, that's a pretty godly thing, having pity on the poor. Showing them love. We talk about, you know, living a life that's sprinkled with grace, that's sprinkled with the love of Christ. That's what that verse is talking about right there. Having pity on people, you know, taking people out there. I took a guy one time, he ate two double beef whoppers and four large Cokes at a Burger King. He said, I need some money to eat. I said, get in the car. I'll take you to eat. And I never forgot that. Then I took him to a shelter, checked him in. And uh, brother, he's an engineer today. And, uh, wow. yeah, and he was halfway to being an engineer before he got hooked up on the drugs and stuff. He was so hungry and just having pity on people and loving them. It can literally pull people out of the, uh, these big, deep ditches. And that which he hath given will be paid again. So, you know, God has a way. God owes nobody anything. He can yeah. count, brother, can he? Yeah, he can. As a missionary, tell us about that, brother. Yeah. Well, how many times... You know, I, I, and I'm not trying to draw an analogy where none is. Someone said that's the def- one of the definitions of madness, whereas analogies where uh, there is one is, is, is otherwise. But, but anyway, I can analogize a little bit this verse to a good escapism. In, in other words, let's just say we're all hurting. And here again, the subject of that verse is not necessarily this, but let's, let me apply it a little bit. Um, if I'm going to change my scenery and change my way of thinking and change, you know, the things that draw me and fantasize and, and, and um, cause me to fantasize in secret, in a secret sin or whatever, what's the best way to get out of that is to find people and help other people. Okay. I need to have solidarity with other people that are hurting worse than me or like me and and I think that if I am going out and just looking like you said for the guy on the street corner and and you know what just give him some you know give take some time take him in give him some food give him a uh if he's out and it's cold he doesn't have a a jacket hand him the hoodie that you're wearing you know those kind of things you you go away and you say you know what all of a sudden I don't feel like I need to escape I feel like that was my escape yeah I, I made a mistake one time, and I gave away a, about a $140 Ralph Lauren sweat jacket that I love, brother. But I could see the guy was cold, you know. And, uh, brother, but it, it, just to see him walk away with that. And then when I – here's a cool thing, though. Here's a cool thing. When I lost all that weight a couple of years ago, 
I loaded my pickup truck up with 10 boxes of clothes. And I mean, I, I'm talking belt clothes, Dillard's clothes, Ralph Lauren, you know, better name stuff, jackets. I'm talking about I put $400 jackets in there, suits that church had bought me and stuff like that. And, you know, big and tall stuff. I was double extra large tall. Now I'm large tall. You know, I was 40-inch waist, now I'm 34. I mean, so I brought a lot of clothes. Well, there was this big old fella out there working on the loading dock at the, uh, uh, at the, <laughs> at the Goodwill. And I backed my truck up there, and I started putting the boxes up there, and that guy started looking in the boxes. And this is what he said to his friend. He said, today's my day. Today's the day I've been working for. <laughs> he, he started, First pick. Yeah, he started carrying those boxes to his car. And I told him, I said, you know, he's a volunteer there, just a big guy, you know, where I was at. He's putting, he zipped, he put on a Ralph Lauren zip up jacket. Someone had bought me about a $400 jacket, uh, a, a leather one. He put it on, brother, a blue label, Ralph Lauren leather jacket. He put that puppy on and said, today's my day. Thank you, God. That's what he was saying back there at the loading dock. And, uh, you know, folks, I, I, we started this off and we, we were talking, this is hard stuff we're talking about, uh, brother Kevin with our brethren out here. These are hard things. And that's why we have this podcast yeah. and we, we got to be zeroed in, you know, this devotion, this time we spend together, we want to, because we all been there, please uh, don't misunderstand any reason behind these words we're saying and things that God has given me personally. I came up with the words for this week and, uh, but, but please, this is something we all have to deal with every single day of our life. So let's go out of our way to do what's right with that. Let's go out of our way to, uh, place God, uh, in, in the preeminent position that he alone uh, should be in and uh, let's just move forward well we sure do love you folks again we want you to write me if you want if you want to sit down and talk about what we're doing in the ministry maybe you want to be part of this ministry listen ladies and gentlemen we want you we got a television show coming out first episodes out there somewhere right now and i'm waiting to get more out before i release the whole thing but let me tell you something dear friends we need you you know, and, and what Brother Kevin said, you know, I, I had a, a, a professor in seminary say there should be two people in everyone's life other than God and your pastor and stuff. There should be somebody who's worse off than you and somebody who's been through it who's better off than you. Because God puts us all in a position where we need to help somebody along and we need to have that phone number of that person that's been down that road and can help us along. And can I tell you something about your healing, dear friends? It's helping. And uh, let me tell you, when you start helping people, some of those things we go through, that university of pain and hurt and recklessness and narcissists that messed us over and lives that are upside down, boy, they grow strangely dim. Let me tell you, in the light of what God's doing in people's lives. I know I got that song wrong. Somewhere Liberty's out there saying he can't sing and he can't remember lines either. But listen, we do love you folks. And uh, get a hold of us at DougAtWoundedSpirits.com. Help the Wounded Spirits Facebook page. We'll make sure we get back to you. We sure do love you. We can't wait to talk to you again tomorrow. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, 
Jesus paid that price for you. But God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.